Welcome to another episode of Crazy Fitness Guy Healthy Living Podcast slash weekly live stream. Today, I am so uh, looking forward to this interview because uh, I, I don't think I started counting down the days, I think, um, once we got this live stream uh, scheduled because, uh, well, you'll, you'll know why in a few seconds when, when I introduce. Uh, Anyway, I'd like to start the show off by uh, saying, if you want to follow me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, it's Jimmy Clare Speaker for Instagram and Facebook, and uh, Jimmy Clare Speak for Twitter. And you can follow Crazy Fitness Guy at Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at, uh, at Crazy Fitness Guy. And you can watch this weekly live stream on Twitch, YouTube, Facebook, and Periscope. Uh, and once this episode goes live uh, for the podcast, you can go uh, listen to it on Apple, Google, Spotify, and on every single major podcast platform out there. And I always, always like to say, if you can't find our podcast, send me a message and I'll personally add it because I am that crazy to have many podcast profiles. I only have probably over 100, uh, give or take, rough estimate. And uh, if you're tired of listening to ads, I highly suggest, again, uh, subscribing to the premium podcast for only $1.99 per month. So I think I've even set up a yearly subscription uh, for $12 a year. Oh, come on. You can $12 is not that bad. I'm paying for a business email that only costs me 12 bucks a year. So if I can afford 12 bucks, okay. I'm sorry. Uh, that's my only win today. Maybe, maybe not. Anyway, uh, I want to um, introduce my guest, who's an uh, international best-selling author, a New York Times best-selling author, and he has, I think, over five books now, and uh, he's a truly inspirational person, and he is very funny on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram, and I, I have an, I'm so glad he's able to come back because uh, I interviewed him in an episode previously, uh, before, and uh, he was my, one of my first guests, and his name is Luke Murphy, and so let's welcome him out. Hey, Luke. Hey, Jimmy. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm good, thanks. So just just one kind of correction. I'm not a New York Times best-selling author. I wish I was, but uh, I'm not quite there yet. Maybe someday. Okay, soon to be a New York Times best-selling <laughs> author. <laughs> I'd love to be. <laughs> but, but somebody definitely needs to uh, get you on that best-selling authors, the New York Times best-selling authors list because uh, you definitely deserve it. Well, I appreciate that. Thank you. Move over, move over, James Patterson, new guy in town. <laughs> uh, though I think, to be honest, I really think James Patterson has become some kind of a robot because I don't think he sleeps. There's always some book coming out overnight. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't. I, honestly, I don't even think he writes them anymore. I think he has a whole team that kind of just writes them, and he puts his name on it. And uh, you know, he's he's created quite a quite a company for himself there, like just you know, unbelievably how successful he, he has been. And, uh, you know, he, he's, I, I still enjoy reading his books. So 
Uh, so do I. I. I'm just saying, I don't think it's... Sometimes it makes me wonder, it's like, does he even sleep? Is he re- even human <laughs> or something? He just, every morning is like, hey, new book come from, from James Patterson come, came out. I was like, oh, really? That just came out yesterday. <laughs> and the day yeah. before that, and the day before that. <laughs> no, it's true. He- Thanks to our sponsor to make this podcast happen. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make podcasts. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listeners. It's everything you, you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Oh, by the way, I forgot to mention, uh, it only takes about five to 10 minutes to set up. It's simple, easy, and the best part, it's free. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today to just create your own podcast. He comes out with like a book a month. It's, It's incredible, yeah. And so, uh, it's not that I'm saying that I don't enjoy it, but uh, anyway, uh, so uh, so uh, could you uh, in, uh, talk a little bit about what you uh, do and uh, how you got started? Yeah, sure. Um, well, my full-time job, I'm a high school teacher. Um, you know, I have several part-time jobs on the side. I tutor, uh, I tutor math and English, and um, you know, I ref hockey couple times a week in the winter and and I write books so um, on my spare time I enjoy writing I've uh, I've just published my sixth book so I have six out now um, how did I get involved in writing uh, I've always been an avid reader so I loved I've loved reading my whole life even when I was a kid my mom was a librarian so I kind of grew up around books um, and that probably got me involved with reading um, you know, I, I was I was playing hockey because I'm a former hockey player. I was playing hockey down in Oklahoma City, and I ended up getting hurt. And I had all this free time on my hands because you know I couldn't practice, I couldn't go on road trips, I couldn't do anything really. And uh, you know, my wife at the time she was my girlfriend. She was attending university, and she asked me if I'd help her create this short story for one of her one of her uh, classes. And uh, so I did that and I really enjoyed helping her with that, you know, creating plots and characters and things. And uh, once we were done, I kind of took one of our characters and just wrote my own story with it. And that's when I, that's where I started. It was just kind of like a, a pastime just for fun type thing. I wasn't thinking of publishing it. It was just kind of a hobby. And, um, you know, I really enjoyed it. My, I let my sister read it and she thought it was really good. Uh, so, you know, that's, I just, kept writing and eventually I started publishing books. And I have to say, whoever uh, hasn't read any of his books yet, you sh- you're missing out a lot of fun. Huh? I I read all of his books up, up, up until the recent one that just came out. And uh, he leaves so many cliffhangers and, uh, and so many twists and turns that I don't even know, like, even if I thought I saw, like, what's coming next, I honestly didn't, I, I didn't even think that character could possibly do it. Like, I'm reading this current book that uh, a crooked cop was involved in some kind of a 
cover up case and everything from like previous books and it's like I would never have known and, uh, and so Luke Murphy he does this pretty much I wouldn't say he does the same exact thing but he, he keeps you guessing until the very end and it, and when you think you really know who did the murder nope not even <laughs> it's always that one person you, you kind of glance over it's like hmm yeah, well, those are always the books I like to read when I was younger, and even now, it's you know the the whodunits. You're trying to figure out, you know, who's the, who's the bad guy, who's the murderer, who's, you know, who's the antagonist. You know, it's and I think it's fun as a reader to try to you know read through all the evidence and all the hints and clues and stuff to try to try to figure out. And it's kind of satisfying as a reader when when you find out who it is actually before. Um, you know, it's revealed in the book. So that's uh, kind of fun. Uh, so that's why I kind of write like I'm a reader because I, I, I kind of know what I like to read. So I kind of write in, in with that in mind of what my readers are looking for. And I was, and obviously I can tell during in your books because um, you put your sense of humor into it as well. And, uh, and the characters have a great sense of humor uh, in the book. And it just shows, and it's funny. I'm doing a piece the other day, uh, just from my website, and just reading back of some of the things I said in there, I was like, "That's all me right there." I was like, "Everything that I write on my website, it's all me. Yeah. It's all my personality." And so you can definitely tell uh, it's not even forced. Yeah, and you know, it's. I'm, I'm obviously not a big named author like some of these, you know, Stephen King's and James Patterson mentioned, you know, they all have these personal assistants who are writing all their material on their social media. So it's not personal like them, right? Like, like ours, right? When we, we know, like, when I post something on social media, it's me doing it. It's, you know, it's not an assistant or anyone. I'm, uh, I'm posting all that and everything I write in my books, you know, the, the whole thing in my book is, me so um i think that i think readers like that you know i think they want genuine uh people to follow who they know that it's actually them talking um you know i'm not going to promote something that i'm not really passionate about uh and like you said you know i'm on social media for the humor like you know i'm just there that to make jokes and sell books obviously but um, I tell people in advance, you know, don't take anything I say seriously because, you know, I like to goof around on social media and joke with people and meet new people and, uh, you know, just communicate with readers and stuff. And so I'm on there to have a good time. I get enough reality in my in my life every day. I, I just want to have some fun on social media. So, um, yeah, and through my characters, I always try to have a character in there who has a good sense of humor and I like to tell jokes and stuff. So, uh, you know, it, it's fun. That's what I try to do on social media. Like, even though I have a queue that that's built up with uh, curated articles I think people would like to read, and uh, not just written by me, but it's written by other people and other writers, uh, I like to share it just to keep my feeds going. So it's not just like, oh, he he only posts once a day. Sounds boring. Uh, I I mean, I'm not saying like uh, uh, some people do that, but uh, you know, the, the amazing social media algorithms are kind of not in your favor. Well, um, yes. And, and 
you know, for myself, uh, writing is a part-time gig, so I don't have as much time as I'd like to to uh, go on social media and, and things like that. You know, especially in the winter time when I'm teaching all day and then tutor in the evening, and then at night you're trying to once everyone goes to bed, you're trying to write. So, so to have time for social media, it's there's definitely not as much as I'd like. I, I try to post as often as I can, but um, you know course life gets in the way sometimes and uh you have to make priorities but uh like i said social media is just you know it's a whole lot of fun for me yeah i definitely could tell because uh and that's what i i like to try to do to have fun like the other day i was posting my uh uh vip so to speak uh facebook group uh i was getting a, a spice jar off the shelf and this this uh this shelf is above the microwave in my house at the shore because there's not a lot of uh, cabinets and space to put all this stuff. So we put it up above the microwave. And so I need a ladder, of course, and I'm on the second step. And, and of course, the shelf is missing one of those uh, things that rests on. Uh, I don't know what they're called, but they uh, it was missing one. So by accident... I didn't know about that, so then uh, I put too much weight, my hand, too much weight on my hand, pressing down on the shelf, and all the stuff tumbled, all the spices tumbled off, and I was like, well, if I knew that was going to happen, I wouldn't need a ladder. <laughs> I could have saved all myself the trouble. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All I just wanted was the oregano, but no. <laughs> And my mom puts it in alphabetical order, so that didn't help either. <laughs> but so my point was, it's just like I decided to post that and just was laughing. It's like, well, if I knew if that was going to happen, I wouldn't need the ladder after all. Yeah, and people and people like to to hear about that everyday stuff, right? Yeah, they, they like the gossip. <laughs> well, I don't know if you call it gossip, but maybe they can relate to uh, uh, just everyday. Uh, the everyday person that just like oh so this didn't just happen to me or oh and it's like oh that that's not the that didn't that didn't that didn't just happen to me and uh, uh, I thought it only happened to me and because I was special or something <laughs> uh, that probably then probably didn't make any sense but I'm just gonna go with it <laughs> so. Uh, so talk a little bit about your new book without giving any spoilers away. Yeah, sure. So uh, Finders Keepers, which is book number four in my Calvin Waters mystery series. It, it was released last Friday. Uh, the ebook was released last Friday and the paperback this week. Um, so for those people who are aware of my Calvin Waters character, he's kind of like, um, well, he, in, the, in book one, Dead Man's Hand, he was a leg breaker. So he, he collected... Um, for bookies, Vegas bookies, and kind of a bad guy, um, wasn't happy with his life, wasn't happy with himself, wanted to change things, become a better person. So he kind of left that lifestyle um, to become a private investigator and better his life. Uh, in this book, book four, Finders Keepers, um, he's kind of drawn back into that world of, you know, the red light Vegas district, um, the, the underground world, the back streets type thing. So we um, he's following a case of uh, murdered escorts uh, in Vegas. Um, and the, the Vegas police have asked him to kind of help in the investigation because he was 
once a part of that world and he'd still have contacts there. So he has to try to hunt down who is killing these escorts uh, for the cops uh, before, you know, it gets kind of out of control. Um, and then there's kind of like a subplot as well. We have uh, this, this group of hired assassins who have been uh, after Calvin in the first three books. Uh, there's a new assassin in town now to try to take him out. So Calvin has to also deal with that problem. Um, so he's kind of got two problems to deal with at once. So he certainly has to multitask in this book. Jeez, uh, sounds brutal. <laughs> so I so I have a question, and I haven't read the book. Uh, but uh, as a writer, do you know, like, in your mind, writing all this stuff, do you know who at when you get towards the end of the book, do you know? Hang on a second, Jimmy. I, I got to cut you off. There's someone at my door here. Sorry, maybe once you get back, I'll tell her to give you a call, okay? Thanks. Sorry about that. So someone was here to play with my daughter, but um, she's she's not here. So sorry about that. Go ahead with your question, Jimmy. So, uh, like, as a writer, uh, uh, at, like when you're getting towards done finishing a book, like all the writing and whatnot. Uh, do you know in your head who the bad person in is in your book? So that's a good question. So um, sometimes I, I'm a plotter. Sometimes I plot ahead of time and I know uh, who's going to be, you know, who's going to do what, um, who's going to be the killer, how it's going to end and things like that. But some books I don't, right? Uh, so this book kind of, I just didn't plot out. I just kind of wrote. Um, and I had a couple of different scenarios for the ending that I, I thought about using, uh, who, who could be the killer. Uh, and the book I'm working on now is the same thing I have. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm maybe halfway through and um, there's three or four options I could use still of who the killer's going to be that I haven't decided on yet. So, and I think that's fun as both a writer and a reader when there's multiple suspects that, There are so many ads these days wherever you go. There are ads in movie theaters, on TV, on radio, and on billboards. So why would you want to listen to ads in a podcast? Subscribe to the Crazy Fitness Guy Premium Podcast to get these exclusive benefits. Listen ad-free. Behind-the-scenes access. Access to our free Facebook community. And so much more. Become a premium member for only $5 per month. To learn more about the Crazy Fitness Guy Premium Podcast, go to crazyfitnessguy.com slash healthy living podcast or click on the premium podcast link in the show notes. Now let's get back to the show. Um, you have to try to figure out who it was. Uh, so, yeah, so it, it's interesting for me because, um, yeah, these last couple books, I've had no idea who the killer was, but my first few books, I did know. Um, I did know who the killer was going to be and how I was going to end it. Um, but the last couple, it's just kind of been, you know, just just start writing and see where the characters and the plot takes me. And uh, have you ever uh, have you ever thought of uh, ever doing a book uh, where 
like everything is uh, heading towards the end, but the, the detective, but the detectives are and uh, c- uh, couldn't find who who did it and just left it open for a part two. Yeah, I I had uh, actually the first book in my Charlene Taylor series I had written. Um, and that she didn't find out who the serial killer was because I wanted to continue it to the next book. Um, but my agent told me not to do that. <laughs> uh, she told me that my readers would be unsatisfied and you, you have to leave them with a satisfaction that there was an ending, that you know there was closure in the case or uh, something. But yeah, because I had, I had wanted to leave it kind of open-ended and my agent suggested that I don't do that. So... Um, ever since that time, I've, I've never done that. Um, what is, what I do at the end of every book though, is leave some sort of cliffhanger that kind of lets the reader know that something more is happening either with that case or an ongoing case or a new case. But I always leave uh, something at the end of the book to let readers know that there's more coming. Yeah, because I think the last time when we when we talked the, the uh, uh, last year when you were my first guest on the podcast and now the uh, uh, I I remember we were talking about one of the books we I just finished reading and I, my my mind was blown because you left it like yeah I think you just like kind of just like. I mean, it wasn't like a bad way, but my like, my mind was blown because it's like, holy moly! It's like I didn't see all these twists and turns. And it's like, even when they finished up the case, it was just like, oh, two more twists. <laughs> yeah. the book it just winds up and being and up done. And you know, sometimes there can be too many twists, right? Uh, sometimes there can be too many characters and. Uh, you know, I've, I've received a couple of comments from readers about Kiss and Tell, how there were just too many characters to to kind of remember or, you know, they got the names mixed up or because um, I think I had, you know, seven to nine suspects in Kiss and Tell. It's just it was just like, um, you know, I had a lot of suspects that had, um, you know, the potential of being the killer. So, um, you know, there, there's always a risk of having too many twists and turns and too many too many characters but uh, I think I'm kind of just walking that line that line that you know and I haven't really gone over it yet yeah it's funny I'm gonna I'm gonna be uh, totally honest with everyone is that I am totally biased I don't think I've have ever had one complaint of uh, uh, Luke Murphy's books oh well thank you I, I like hearing that <laughs> I mean, it doesn't disappoint. I, like, I, I, I'm like 40 pages done uh, for uh, the current book I'm reading, which is going to be my sixth book I read this year. I'm kind of behind on my book reading. Hopefully, I can catch up. Uh, well, you're almost one a month, so you're doing okay. Yeah, uh, my goal is to get to tw- uh, 25. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, so I'm, according to uh, the book reading uh after i keep track of uh re- my of my reading goals as as um i was like you're nine books behind and it's like thank you <laughs> <laughs> this doesn't help <laughs> there's no motivation no <laughs> it's like 
You might as well just like hold up a sign and it's like, you're being lazy, you're being lazy. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, so how did you get in inspired to uh, write this book? Uh, so this one, this is actually an interesting story. I've, you know, I've been doing interviews all week and uh, to, to promote this new release. And so I've told the story a few times. Um, this, the plot uh, behind Finders Keepers actually came from my doctor. So uh, my, I, I'm very close with my family doctor. Uh, he's been my doctor my whole life. He's been, you know, our family doctor for as long as I can remember, as, you know, as long as my parents can remember. Um, and a lot of times when I go for a checkup, I'll kind of just sit and chat with him. And, you know, he loves talking to me. We love talking about death. We love talking about uh you know, how, how could you kill somebody and get away with it? And, you know, it's it's funny. If two strangers were ever walking by us and list, overheard our conversation, they'd probably call the cops. But, uh, you know, it's all in good fun. He, and he was telling me about a case he had heard uh, from the 70s and 80s about this American Harris who um, her second husband uh, attempted to, to kill her by insulin shots. Um so I thought it was, you know, quite a remarkable story when he told me. So that day, as soon as I got home from the doctor's office, I looked the case up and read through it. And it was an absolutely fascinating case. And uh, so I kind of used, pulled some of that as an inspiration for um, the plot for Finders Keepers. So uh, just out of curiosity, and I think people would like to know this, has anyone ever called you the cops on you for talking uh, <laughs> <laughs> No, they haven't. But if the FBI ever went through my computer and looked up some of the things I've I've looked up about murder, there there'd ha there'd be a lot of questions that would have to be answered. <laughs> well, you know, we always have a joke uh, in my family. Uh, my mom likes to watch a lot of uh, murder mystery shows like NCIS. Yeah, she she doesn't like to watch the very gruesome ones like the very very dark ones she likes right. to watch the ones that have some kind of humor in it to yeah. lighten up the moment yeah uh, if that makes any sense yeah uh, and we always kid uh with one another in my family uh, i was like well uh, if dad uh, ha uh goes anytime uh, soon uh we know who did it <laughs> <laughs> that's right She's doing research. <laughs> yeah. She's like, oh, I, I know how to get right away with it. And it's like, yeah, that's and not think, guilty. And I think there was a show that came out actually called How to Get Away with Murder. And it became really popular. I, I've never yeah. seen it, but I remember it was on Netflix, I think. I, I think my mom binge watched it, too. <laughs> I could be wrong, but uh, I swear somebody was looking. Today's episode is brought to you by HelloFresh. Do you feel like you are stuck in a dinner rut? With HelloFresh, you get fresh pre-measured ingredients with mouth-watering seasonal recipes delivered right to your door. Skip all those trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make your home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. You can now enjoy cooking and get dinner on the table in 30 minutes or less. With over 25 recipes to choose from each week, there is something there is something for everyone to enjoy. All recipes are designed and tested by professional chefs and nutritional experts to ensure deliciousness and simplicity. Go to the link 
in our show notes to get $80 off, including the free shipping on HelloFresh, the number one meal kit. The code is use at checkout HFAFF80 for the discount. Yeah, my brother's Netflix account, it was under my name on it. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't me, trust me. I, I wouldn't go, I wouldn't watch that. Uh, <laughs> though I do, do, though I do like NCIS, NCIS though. Yeah, it's a good show. Uh, have you ever watched it? Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, b- before we get back to your book, uh, who's your favorite character on NCIS? Oh, Gosh, I haven't watched it enough to even know the names. I've, just, I've only watched, you know, a couple episodes and I've never, you know, just as I was flicking through uh, the channels, I've never really focused much on it. So I wouldn't even know uh, the characters' names on it. Okay. Uh, what is, uh, have you, what is your favorite thing to watch on uh, TV slash movie list? My favorite show or movie or anything? Both. Um, you know, I like action movies. Uh, you know, I like no-brainers. I could just sit there and just watch explosions and, uh, you know, things like that. And you don't even have to think. It, it just kind of takes my mind off things and lets me relax and stuff. So, um, you know, I liked, I liked all those Rambo movies and things like that. It's just kind of entertainment, right? Yeah. Um, if my wife and I were watching it together, there'd be it'd be like suspense thrillers type thing. Um, a lot of kind of like what I write, uh, you know, detective shows. And, uh, you know, we watched a lot of CSI. Uh, we watched a lot of Criminal Minds, shows like that. And we like our sitcoms, too. I mean, uh, probably my favorite sitcom of all time was maybe The Office. I loved The Office. Uh, you know, Seinfeld was a classic. Curb Your Enthusiasm, we really like, um, you know, things like that. Just something non, not too serious. Um, you know, we get enough seriousness in our life. So when we sit down to watch it. But to be honest, Jimmy, I don't watch much TV. Um, Fair enough. Know, my, my days are just, uh, we're so busy um, that, again, when I have free time, I, I try to use it by writing. So, um you know, a lot of times I don't watch a whole lot of TV. Uh, I, I couldn't even tell you, um, I guess The Office was probably the last series I watched, you know, um, religiously, I guess you'd say. And how, how long has it been since that show has been on? So, um, you know, the last few years I haven't watched uh, much TV at all. So, um, yeah, I do like sports. I mean, I love following sports. Um any of the major sports, basketball, baseball, football, hockey. Uh, I do watch the odd sports sports game on TV. Uh, but, yeah, I don't watch a whole lot of t- TV anyway. So. I think the only time when I watch TV is literally on the weekend, and that's totally it. Uh, and so, but in the summer months, I give myself one day out of the whole week to watch uh, one show, America's Got Talent, because I just like to watch all the talented people in the world uh, perform on stage. And the judges are pretty funny on the show, so uh, I look forward to that once a summer. So, uh, yeah, since it's not on every single fall and 
it wouldn't be special. So, um, but uh, 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 you know, speaking of which, like I, uh, one of the things that my dad uh, took us to was one of this play in the um, in New York City, and this was before the whole pandemic. I think it was like 2018-ish, and uh, he took us to uh, this play. It was called The Perfect Murder, and I think I absolutely hated the play because <laughs> at the end of it, nobody knows who did it. We couldn't figure out how, and even when we thought about it, it was like, who did it? We still didn't even know. And even though when we looked it up on Google, and because it was, uh, it was based off of a real story, we still didn't even, even just reading from Google still didn't even answer the question. Yeah, that's that's weird. And it gets back to what we were talking about, how the, you know, people need closure on something they watch. If you watch something for two hours, you want to be able to have an answer at the end of who it was. So, um, yeah, that gets back to the same thing you want. You want to have an outcome at the end. Definitely. And uh, so. uh do you uh, uh, do you have some inspiration um, inspiration for people who are uh, wanting to be writers, etc.? Um, yeah, for anyone who wants to be a, a writer, um, get a part time job. <laughs> um, no, but seriously, uh, you, you know, for anyone to follow their passion, I, I certainly encourage it. Um, you know, life's short, and, and if you're not doing something you really enjoy, you're truly passionate about, you're missing out. Um, if you want to be a writer, just make sure you write every day. Um, make sure you you work with an editor. That's very important. Work with an editor that you can, you can learn a lot from an editor. Uh, and, you know, there's different pathways for everyone. So, you know, there's in um, self-publishing, traditional publishing, there's print on demand, there's all sorts of different methods of getting, of getting uh, published, but, uh, and. There are so many ads these days, wherever you go. There are ads in movie theaters, on TV, on radio, and on billboards. So why would you want to listen to ads in a podcast? Subscribe to the Crazy Fitness Guy Premium Podcast to get these exclusive benefits. Listen ad-free behind-the-scenes access, access to our free Facebook community, and so much more. Become a premium member for only $5 per month. To learn more about the Crazy Fitness Guy premium podcast, go to crazyfitnessguy.com slash healthy living podcast or click on the premium podcast link in the show notes. Now let's get back to the show. What's, what's good for one person isn't necessarily good for the other. Everyone has their own path they have to, tra- to take. Um, but yeah, make sure you're writing a little bit every day. Um, don't rush into things. Um, you know, don't just be so excited. You want to get published that you're, you're just writing something and publishing it just for the sake of publishing. Uh, like I said, make sure you have an editor and not your mom or your dad or someone. Make sure it's, you know, someone neutral, someone who's a professional in the business, who knows what they're doing, because uh, that's that's very important. That's always my biggest um, piece of advice for writers is make sure you work with an editor. Makes sense. Um, uh, I, uh, like when I, uh, when I 
when I, before like when I edit my um, uh, blog posts, I, I I I use a tool called Grammarly, and no, this is not an advertisement for them. Promise. Uh, <laughs> I get nothing from them saying this, uh, but I use it because uh, I, I think it's like ninety-seven percent accurate, and even if I yeah, I, I say ninety-seven percent because at least it's. Uh, I'm, 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 it's not professional, uh, professional, but it, it, it gets the job done. I might miss a word here and there, but uh, it's not like it's terribly written to a point to a point where no one gets the gist of the idea of what the article is about. Uh, and I always make sure that it's nothing that bad. If it's horribly written, I'm scrapping it. <laughs> I have a rule and I have more rules. <laughs> it was bad scrapping. Like I I have a like two thousand I have posts from two thousand seventeen that was terribly written and I'm scrapping. I'm just going back, rewriting the whole thing, writing new content to add to it, getting rid of the old one. Yeah. Makes sense. They're not even gonna exist anymore. Uh but yeah, um, uh, who are your favorite authors? Oh, gosh, I have many of them. Um, let's see, uh, Greg Isles, Michael Conley. Um, of course, I read James Patterson, David Baldacci, Harlan Coben. Um, I know I'm going to miss a bunch. Uh, Linwood Barclay is good. Uh, you know, I've, I, I don't really uh, pick one author and just read all their stuff. I, you know, I, I, I read a mix, Lisa Gardner. I, I read a mix of authors and, um, yeah, I'm always looking for books when my local library, you know, they sell used books. So I have, you know, I also have a library card that I get library books out. And, um, so yeah, I'm always looking for different authors that I can support and, uh, new authors that, you know, that need our support. So I'm always looking for, new and different authors for sure so um one of the questions that uh that i thought of uh when i wanted to ask and just out of curiosity and if you don't know that's fine um just out, out of curiosity how does one get on the new york times best-selling author list jeez mm, i wish i knew um <laughs> i don't know it's you know it, it has to do with how many books uh, of yours are sold within a certain amount of time. I don't know the exact number. Um, you might be able to Google and figure it out, but I don't know how they, they figure out the exact number you have to sell in a certain amount of time. So, um, you know, it, if you sell, uh, you know, a thousand books, um, it, it depends if you do that in a day, you probably get on the bestseller, but if you do it within a week, you probably wouldn't, right? Even though it's the same amount of books. Um, so it goes by how many books in a certain amount of uh, time. I don't know the exact numbers though. Uh, so here's what it says is, uh, according to Google, uh, you need uh, 5,000 copies during any one week period is the minimum. And, but they said that they would recommend 10,000 to be sure. 10,000 in a week. 
That's a lot of books. <laughs> oh, come on, New York Times. It's like, yeah. come on, you got to lower that expectation. It's like, <laughs> that's like, at, at least uh, Luke Murphy's doesn't seem to be a robot. <laughs> but, you know, that, that's what makes it such a prestigious honor, right? It, it, yeah. it, you know, it, it shows what level you're at to, to make that list. I think one day you're going to be on that list. Well, thank you, Jimmy. I hope you're right. <laughs> you know, you know, maybe I can start tweeting to the New York Times and tell them. To, Perfect. <laughs> yeah, I'm good at being pain in the butt. Come on. No, <laughs> uh, I don't think I would want that engraved on my uh, tombstone. <laughs> no. <laughs> Jimmy Clare, pain in the butt. Also known as crazy fitness guy. <laughs> no, I don't like it. Uh, but you can put the crazy fitness guy part there. Uh, that I'll I'll go with. Uh, so, um, who? Uh, so, um, does any? Uh, does your family uh, support you and your books? Uh, you know, my my dad's a big reader, so yeah, him and his wife they always buy my books when they come out. Um, my wife is not a reader, uh, but, but, you know, they support in other ways. Right. So, you know, they'll give me free time to write and she'll take the kids and do stuff with them. And, um, you know, they, they, she promotes my books on social media and she sells them. She has her own clothing store and she sells my books in her store. And, um, yeah, so my whole community, actually, I'm, I'm in a small town of about 1200 people and, uh, they're just very supportive. Um, you know, whether it's through social media or through selling my books in stores or, um, you know, local newspapers, local radio, they're always quick to, to give me a shout out, uh, you know, as an announcement or whatever. But uh, yeah, so I, I'm very fortunate to be surrounded by a lot of very supportive people. That's amazing. Uh, I'm definitely hoping, um, <clears throat> I'm sorry. Uh, I hope, I'm definitely hoping that this uh, interview will help you, uh, along the way as well. Uh, I do have 73 uh, uh, YouTube subscribers. Uh, I don't know how active they are in viewing this, but uh, uh, taking a look at the analytics, they uh, I, I saw one episode that they watched like like all the way through, and, and it's like, gee, I can't even watch myself that long. Um, <laughs> I can't even listen to my voice that long. <laughs> Yeah, well, all, all publicity is good publicity, right? So I'm, I'm, you know, I'm grateful for anyone who takes the time to interview me or have me on their show or uh, take the time to, to talk about my books. I'm cer certainly grateful for, for you too, Jimmy, to, to do this for me. Definitely. And uh, like I said to you uh, on Twitter uh, yesterday, uh, you're always welcome on the show whenever, wherever, and, and, uh, and whatnot. Uh, I'm always grateful to have you on and you. Uh, meeting you on. I think I've, every time I speak to you, I feel like I'm being a celebrity for the first time. So. <laughs> well, I'm definitely not a celebrity. That's for sure. <laughs> uh, you should be a celebrity because oh, thank you. <laughs> because you're enjoyable to talk to. Uh, uh, I, I don't think I've ever met. met a, I mean, I don't think I've ever met like official celebrity, but yeah. you're come close. You're, you're oh. like you're very close to it. Well, thank you. I don't think I've ever met a, a real celebrity either. 
Well, maybe I'll become one one day. There you go, and then I'll, I can say I know a celebrity. <laughs> I'll buy all, I buy all the books then for, from you. <laughs> uh, keep you in business. There you go. So, uh, just out of curiosity, um, and uh, is there going to be another Charlene Taylor novel coming out? Um, <laughs> I don't really know. Uh, in terms of future books, uh, I just kind of go with the flow. Uh, I usually, you know, kind of let my readers decide. I usually send a survey out um, after my book's published. So in a couple of weeks, I'll probably send out a survey to see what readers want to read, right? So it's only fair that they're paying for my book. So it's fair that they get a say in what, you know, they read or what they want to see. Um, so I usually send that out and see what they say. I always have a few ideas in mind of, you know, what I want for Charlene or Calvin or maybe something new. Um, but I do do the survey and, and see kind of gauge what my readers would like to see in the future. Yeah. Every time like, I picture somehow, like when you come up with ideas, I can only see you put, like having like a stack of uh, paper somewhere, like uh, maybe in like a secret vault in, in a wall. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, no one's going to find the stash of uh, ideas that I have. <laughs> oh, yes. I wish I had a stack of in a secret vault like that. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So do I. Uh, the the only thing I'm, I, I'll spoil on my end, I do have a list of uh, blog posts and podcast topics that I never ever used for the podcast topics because I have so many guests on. But for my blog posts, I do have just a list of topics. It's not even just, it's not even like fully written. It's just like a, a checklist just to check it off when I'm done. It's like done or crossed off. Don't even want to do it. <laughs> Uh, that's the only thing I'll admit. Uh, uh, I mean, there's, a, there's not even much to go on. It's just an idea that I just had or I saw someone else's idea on that topic, but then I came up with some different angle. It's like some absurd different angle. And it's like, this is the bad, I don't know. I I didn't have a good idea for it. <laughs> um, but... Uh, so uh, where can people find your new book? Um, so the new book so far is uh, available in ebook and uh, paperback uh, and eventually in the next couple of weeks, audio. Um, and they can be found on Amazon, um, the, the ebook, paperback, and the audiobook on Amazon. Um, and you know what? I don't know what bookstores carry them. Uh, I have no say in what they carry. So they'll order in whatever books they want. So you'd have to check your local bookstore, but uh, they can always order them in if, if they don't have copies. Um, so yeah, Amazon is always your best bet. Yeah. Gosh darn bookstores. Yeah. They need to make a special shelf for you. Well, you know, they have limited shelf space, so they, they want to make sure they bring in books they know will sell. So they usually bring in, you know, the big named authors, like we mentioned Patterson, and Stephen King and those authors that they know are going to sell and, you know, they're less likely to take a chance on someone like Luke Murphy, who they're not sure is going to sell. Right. So I totally understand that, but uh, you, you just got to keep grinding away and hopefully someday, you, you know, you'll be on that bookshelf. I think, I think if uh, one day, if I ever uh, climb up the very top of the ladder where people start listening to me, 
I'm making that request. <laughs> I like it. I'll put you in every bookstore. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I, I wish I had more uh, people like you, Jimmy. <laughs> uh, I'm sure you probably have a lot of people. <laughs> more than me. <laughs> Low bar. Uh, anyway, uh, where can people find you and follow you? And uh... Yeah, so uh, in terms of social media, so I do have a website. It's authorlukemurphy.com. Uh, and my social media, uh, Twitter is author L. Murphy. Uh, and Facebook and Instagram is author Luke Murphy. So uh, just if you if you Google author Luke Murphy, all, all of those should come up. Yeah, he even has a knowledge graph in, in Google. He's legit. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. I, remember I sent you the article? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. That, that's right. <laughs> yeah. I was jealous. <laughs> oh, well, it'll I'm, come, Jimmy. It'll come. I mean, the reason I was, I was jealous because... Uh, like, um, I mean, like, like yours were so organized. It's like, and Google's like trying to figure out who me and crazy fitness guy is. It's like, I'm one person. As <laughs> I, like, though I did very, though I did split them up for two uh, good reasons. Uh, when I posted uh, updates about crazy fitness guy on crazy fitness guy profiles, no one gives a crap what I said uh, on Crazy Fitness Guy. But when I posted on my own profiles, people were like, oh, congratulations. It's like, oh, now you, now you care. There you go. <laughs> yeah, people didn't want one more brand. <laughs> I mean, like, because you, you, sometimes you see on uh, social media brands talking about them, uh, their own selves and saying like, hey, we just reached this many, this new milestone and people like yeehaw whatever but when you've had the real person behind the scenes is like congratulations and like i don't know marketing yeah i only took the i had three marketing classes in in college and a marketing course online that i took in my own spare time so i do know what i'm sort of talking about i wouldn't say i'm a, I'm a master and I've learned a lot from your social media platforms. <laughs> You're the master. I don't know about that, but thank you. <laughs> uh, well, um, it was great to talk to you. There are so many ads these days wherever you go. There are ads in movie theaters, on TV, on radio, and on billboards. So why would you want to listen to ads in a podcast? Subscribe to the Crazy Fitness Guy Premium Podcast to get these exclusive benefits. Listen ad-free. Behind-the-scenes access. Access to our free Facebook community. And so much more. Become a premium member for only $5 per month. To learn more about the Crazy Fitness Guy Premium Podcast, go to crazyfitnessguy.com slash healthy living podcast or click on the premium podcast link in the show notes. Now let's get back to the show. And I'm glad that your uh, your new book is out. Uh, has it been doing well? Yeah, they all do about the same. Um, you know, you hope that that one will take off, but uh, you know, it, it's it's a marathon, not a sprint. You gotta you know keep keep going and keep grinding and uh, hope that someday something big happens. Well, I'm definitely looking forward to reading your book. And uh, 
and uh, before uh, uh, before we end this episode, uh, please, uh, if you don't mind, uh, could you like wait a few minutes before the episode ends so uh, I can send you off with uh, uh, just whatever, just yeah, sure. And uh, so I'm glad you were able to come back on. And like I said, you're always welcome to come back. And uh, uh, I'm definitely gonna. Uh, I think uh, once I finish this book, I'm reading. I'm reading yours right afterwards, and I'm gonna uh, write a review about it on my website as well. Perfect. Well, thank you for having me, Jimmy. It's always a, a pleasure to be on your show. Definitely. And uh, uh, whenever your next book comes out you come back on. <laughs> uh, sounds good. Definitely. So that's all for today for Crazy Fitness Guys weekly live stream and podcast, uh, Healthy Living Podcast. Uh, I hope you enjoyed it. And I, tr- it's a truly honor to know Luke Murphy and his amazing books. And if you haven't uh, checked out his books, go to... Uh, Check out his books on uh, Amazon and all your local bookstores and libraries, etc. Uh, you'll be blown away. And uh, one of the things I can uh, I like to quote on uh, here is uh, I always joke with him and and uh, he he said it to me. It's like, well, as I I don't have uh, James Patterson money. It's like, no, you don't want his money. You want Mark Zuckerberg's money. Uh, his uh. His money never never seems to run out, uh, so uh, it's just a little joke anyway. Uh, but yeah, he's uh, he's the real deal. Go check out his books and uh, to follow him on social media. It's uh, author Luke Al Murphy on all of his platforms and and his his, his website is authoralmurphy.com and uh, I highly, it's a highly recommended read. Uh, you know I'm I'm gonna I, I, I think I should create a, like a nice uh, uh, list on my website that says must read books and he's going to be the first one on my website. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I will. Uh, and uh, one more time, if you want to listen to this podcast at free, subscribe to the premium podcast to get behind the scenes access and much more and join the VIP group. Uh which is my Facebook group on social media. We have a blast in it. Uh, you get to hear jokes like you know, the stuff that's uh, falling down on the light army. Awesome. It's always a fun time. Um, and you can listen to this po- episode when it, when it goes out on my podcast on Apple, Google, and Spotify, and all the major podcasting episode, uh, platforms. And next week, you can watch the same uh, uh, the weekly live stream on Twitch, YouTube, Facebook, and Periscope. And you can follow Crazy Fitness Guy on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And last but not least, and you can follow Jimmy Clay Speaker. Uh, Jimmy, Jimmy Clay Speaker. I'm talking in third person. Uh, you can t- you can follow me on uh, Facebook and Instagram at Jimmy Clay Speaker and uh, Jimmy Clay Speak at Twitter. Uh, and that's a wrap for today. And as always, stay safe, stay crazy, and I look forward to uh, having you guys back for next uh, week's episode of Crazy Fitness Guy Weekly 
live stream and healthy living podcast until then see you later and uh just stay crazy uh wait why the uh gotta remove this one source blah 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 you know you think i after all these years i would all these months i would figure out how to work this tool properly oh well well anyway stay safe stay crazy and have a great day.